0: as we enter into a new era of leadership, empowerment, and influence. In this season two of Transcend With M, we want to highlight the power that lies underneath us, underneath you. On this new season, we will showcase true stories about women who one way or another are exercising influence by tapping on their strength and their own story. I hope, just like me, That you let all these women and their stories empower you today and shape your tomorrow just like they have helped me. So welcome to season two of Transcend with M. Know Her Story. Hello everyone. On this week episode we have with us Tiffany Davis. Tiffany is a fiercely loyal, opinionated and a passionate individual. She believes in equal rights for everyone, including people of color, the LGBT plus community, and any other marginalized targeted communities around the United States. Over the last four years, Tiffany has been a political activist opposing dictatorships. She has and continues to participate in marches and protests. Also, she has been active in participating in continuing calls and emails to Congress, postcard to voters, all to fight against racism and other injustices. Her past experiences and injustices have made her bow never to be silent or naive to what is happening in a political arena. Tiffany is someone you can rely on. She will always show up and give you herself, her time, her everything to the people she loves. I am proud to call her my friend and she is here today to talk about how she has become a vessel of empowerment to others. Welcome, Tiffany, to Transcend With M. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am good, I am good. So indulge us with your story. Tell
1: us, how did you got here? Oh, geez. I don't even know where to start. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Um, I mean, I pretty much had to grow up early. I was 12 years old when I started babysitting so that I could get things that I needed like soap or food because my mom, when my mom and dad had gotten divorced, my mom just partied. So Mm -hmm. I was left to my own devices because my brother and sister were older so they weren't even in the house. So it was just me. Um, But I realized then at 12 years old that I needed to take a bigger role in helping kids. I had a rough childhood, Um, physical abuse, mental abuse, sexual abuse. Um, and I never told anybody about the sexual abuse until I was an adult. So it's just, that has made me a very protective person. Like Mm -hmm. if I love you, I will protect you with everything that I have. Um, but I will also do it for a stranger too, especially in the times that we're living in now, because it's so divided, and mm-hmm. being in Arizona, it's a red state, so <laughs> we have a lot of not-so-nice people here. Yeah. So um, it just, the last four years have really been taxing for somebody that grew up being abused, because it was like being abused every single day. Mm. So I had never, I'd always voted, always done my thing, voted, just you know, research candidates, but I'd never been like a political quote-unquote activist until the last four years. And the first taste I had of that was the Women's March, the very first one right after Trump was inaugurated. I will not call him president because it doesn't, he's not, he wasn't, it was Mm -hmm. a mess. And since then I have been politically active, making phone calls, doing marches, sending texts, sending letters, sending emails, um, postcards to voters. The only thing I didn't do was go door to door because, you know, I don't know. I feel weird about that, I guess, probably because of my past and because of where I live. It's just kind of made me not want to sit idly by anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. So what trigger what trigger, you know, with everything that happened in your past and having having to grow up to be a fighter, right? Because it's, it's having to grow up to be a fighter. How did you found your place within everything that was happening during the past four years, right? And, and what trigger that that responsibility that this is, this is how I give back. This is how I, uh, take ownership and try to, and try to put my grain of salt towards, you know, fixing a bigger problem. What, what triggered that?
1: Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I would say just him quote unquote winning, like, the night of the election Heather and I cried for hours because neither one of us believed that that could happen Mm -hmm. like he's such a misogynist he's such a god there's so many narcissists he's a predator so all of that triggered this fight or flight mentality in me Mm -hmm. and I chose to fight and I have found a great group of women that we have had a text thread for the last few years and it's been all of us. Um, And that's just been a, a really big support to me and we've been there for each other. I've gone to LA and done marches with them. Um, I went to San Diego when they were holding kids in cages with them. So they've really gotten me to be more politically active. Yeah. I mean, I, I found the need, I felt the need to do it anyway. And they just kind of embraced me and (laughs) we've been doing it together. So so
0: I've I've always I've always seen you as an activist, you know, for righteousness and fairness. You know, you've always spoken your mind. We have we have known each other for how many years now? Like twelve? I don't know. Give yeah. Take. And I, I admire you for it because you've always you've always spoken your mind. You've always been a, an amazing friend and protector. So. Why is it important for us women to speak up and and take a stand for what we believe in? Why is that important?
1: Because women need to rule the world and we need to support each other. Um, I mean, you have to look at places like New Zealand who has a woman prime minister and they have zero COVID because you have a woman in leadership who was a leader or is a leader and did everything in her power to eradicate it from her country mm-hmm. so i i really believe like you have elizabeth warren i mean hillary clinton rbg aoc all of the initials <laughs> like <Yeah. clears throat> they're all really strong powerful women and we need to raise each other up instead of tearing each mm-hmm. other down it's not a competition yeah, it, it doesn't need to be a competition. The more we lift each other up, the more that we can do together. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe that. I really believe that if women would start to lift each other up more, which honestly, th- there's been a lot more of that in mm-hmm. the last four years, but there needs to be more where we still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. and those people like myself who have that privilege because I'm not discriminated against just because of the color of my skin Mm -hmm. like so many of my friends are I need to be their voice they've carried us long enough it's time for us to carry them Mm -hmm. like in Georgia (laughs) the senate race if it wouldn't have been for Stacey Abrams I don't think we would have gotten the senate yeah. And it's women of color, people of color, that are doing all the hard work, and all we do is stand on their backs, and that's not okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Based on your own story, what are the few things you you saw growing up that you see now that you wish were different, and have they changed at all from a from a woman supporting perspective?
1: I mean. My mom didn't have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a very demanding, demeaning, aggressive person. And I wanted to be exactly the opposite of that. And, you know, she would talk badly about other women and like she would treat especially female waitstaff like, like a, a server. Like they uh-huh. were beneath her and yeah. that I, I have sworn from that moment that I would never do that to people uh-huh. because I just, I, it, you know, it, the way it, misogyny was rampant back then. Yep. The, you know, the man of the house, because God forbid the woman make more money than the man. Right. Right. And it, I don't, it's just all, all, everything that I saw, the deferring to the man to make any kind of decision. And mm-hmm. no, it's like, what was it? The seventies, I think before women could even have a credit card. A bank account. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so ridiculous. Like yes. all of that, it, you know, it just, it made me want to do better.
0: Hmm. Have you been able to transcend with all these experiences within the past 4 years and what changes have you seen that are going to help our society moving forward
1: i hate the impact it's had on kids mm-hmm. um an example is the kids are asian and since this, the whole thing was called the China virus by Trump, yeah. they've been told to go back to China and it has made one of them come out of their shell more and stand up for what she believes is right. And then mm-hmm. the other has kind of gone into his shell. Yeah. So I just see that the children are witnessing what is happening and I think it's going to Make them stronger, and it's going to make our future better because they're stronger. Mm-hmm. S- specifically, the girls. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, a like your daughter. Of, <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of um, spoken up. It's going around, right? Uh, you are you are seeing a, a bloom of. Females coming into, you know, the the front of the screen and talking more and, you know, standing up for what they believe in, asking for, you know, salary increases, asking for and demanding for what they deserve um, and for what they should, you know, have it's no more or less It's what they deserve and what, what, right. their, you know, what their rights are. So I, I do believe that, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely helping, mm-hmm. uh, the future, but at the same time, what are your thoughts, you know, with everything that happened in 2020, um, you know now Kamala Harris winning the vice presidency. How th- I think there is there is a there is a, 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 a there is cons and there is pros because I feel 2020 set us set us back in many ways in terms mm-hmm. of you know women in the workforce and whatnot. But I feel that also we make couple steps forward. So let's talk a little bit about that. What do you think is setting us? or set us back last year. And what do you think it's going to help us because of the things that happened on, at the early, earlier in this year 2021?
1: Well, I think that what set us back, not just as women, just as a society in general, mm-hmm. is this virus and the fact that the virus was out of control. People were losing jobs because companies mm-hmm. couldn't stay in business. Like even here, my favorite restaurant that I've been going to since I was a teenager closed. They couldn't keep their doors open. Yeah. So you've got small businesses that are closing and people are losing their livelihood. People, I, I think I saw a statistic that one in four children oh. are hungry. Yeah, I just, That statistic blows me away. We're like one of the richest nations in the world. Mm-hmm. How do we have people starving? Yeah. How? I don't understand that. But I see there is a shift happening. And I honestly believe the shift is happening because we got rid of the cancer. Now, don't get me wrong. (laughs) It has shined a light on all of the, can I swear? Sure. All of the shit that this country has. But you've got Kamala Harris as vice president. She broke that glass ceiling. We have a woman in the White House. The Mm -hmm. next stop is the presidency, not just the vice presidency. So in that sense, I think that we're moving forward with that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just 2020 was a rough year, men and women alike. Mm -hmm. And I am one of the fortunate ones. COVID didn't impact my job cause I already worked from home. Um, and honestly, I, I, don't know if you knew that I changed jobs, that I changed banks cause I was tired of not getting paid what I was worth. Mm-hmm. And now I am. Yeah. I ended up getting almost doubling my salary, honestly. Wow. So it's like, I was doing this job. I was the top performer and I was getting nowhere. Mm-hmm. and it just got to a point where I'm like you know the economy's bad do I change jobs went back and forth Heather and I had lot you know lots of conversations about it mm-hmm. and I was like what's the worst that can happen so I went for it and I literally had two companies fighting over me both of them wanted to hire me I had to make a choice between the two companies as to which yeah. offer I wanted to take and yeah. It was a really hard decision because every time I would made up my mind, the other (laughs) company would come back and say, well, we'll give you this. (laughs) So it's like, you know, I've never felt that I was marketable. I never. And that comes from a lifetime. Well, a childhood of being told I was stupid and that I would never make anything of myself. Mm -hmm. So So you're one of of the smartest people I know. (laughs) <laughs> thank you
0: you're super smart oh my goodness you put me to shame
1: I uh, didn't tell you that much oh geez no <laughs> I um but that's just it's one of those tapes that plays in your head yeah yeah
0: and it's so. scary too like changing jobs in the middle of COVID I, I did the same and just like you know you and Heather you know Anthony and I had to have a lot of conversations because it's like, what if this doesn't work out? Like, are we, are we okay financially to afford to lose a job? Right. And mm. it's in the middle of the pandemic, but it's, it's believing in yourself. I think, you know, that's the trigger. It's like, yeah. we question ourselves too much. We doubt we do. ourselves. We doubt on our ability to, to succeed. And Mm -hmm. we actually build that wall in front of us, um, sometimes even, you know, um, unconsciously. So it is important that you give yourself that chance. If
1: you don't, you never know. No, I know. And that was one of the hardest decisions to make. Of course, it made it even harder because my manager that I had, I love him. Like he is such an amazing person and that was really hard to leave. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I knew I wasn't making what I was worth, but I had a really good manager and those are hard to find. Right. Right. So that was a lot of my hesitancy. Of course, also being a top performer and knowing my shit and (laughs) not (laughs) having to think twice about it was a comfort thing so I had to go outside of my comfort zone and I'm glad I did I'm still getting the hang of it I only started in December so yeah
0: give us a few seconds and we will be right back
1: but we just we have to allow ourselves to find out what we're worth Yeah, to take that step as women, as intellectual beings, we have to Mm -hmm. allow ourselves the freedom to move forward Mm -hmm. and stop getting in our own way.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think as as women, you know, we've been told no so so much that that it's, it's almost like automatic where you're just like, nah, it's okay. Uh, (laughs) They're going to tell me no. Anyway, we just, uh, yeah, we just tell ourselves that we answer the questions without giving it the chance. Right. So
1: hundred (laughs) percent,
0: you know, I think, I think, you know, from, from in terms of moving forward and what it's in, in store for us as a, as a nation, as, as women, I think the future is very bright. Um, You know, I I, I don't think it has to do with one specific person. I think it has to do with the ideal that now most women have taken ownership of what being a woman really is and our worth and what we bring to the table. And I think, you know, it took this long, um, but it, it was almost like, it needed to happen like the, the, the dictatorship almost needed to happen in order to, in order to shake up, you know, that lioness within every woman around that it's now fighting for what they deserve. And I yeah. think I think it's, you know, from all the negative, um, the silver linings are very, very positive.
1: Oh, I, I agree. A hundred percent. I think that women are fed up mm-hmm. to put it bluntly. Women are fed up. Yeah. I mean, some still live in a patriarchal world and, you know, listen to their man and vote for who their man says and whatever. That's fine. We'll embrace them when they actually yes. get a, I have a man, but we're a team. Right. No, there's no, like, you do what I say or,
0: or no say at all. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You know, I I just, and that's how
1: it should be. You're, you're a team, you're in it together. It's a partnership. Yeah. We got to work as teams. Um, I think
0: that's something that um, more and more, you know, we need, we need to learn. I think some, some, some things are also taken out of context too. Um, you know, some people also take it to the extreme, right? Like I, we are here talking about woman empowerment and about, you know, woman per se, that doesn't mean that, you know, men are great. Like I had great mentors in my life uh, that mm-hmm. are men and they're great. You know, my father, I love him. He's a great man. Um, there is a lot of great men um, around the world and that want to do better by us which we have to recognize that too um but we
1: just need more (laughs) yeah you know it's actually kind of funny because there was more when we went when we went to dc for the women's march we were at dinner and there was a guy and a girl next to us having a very loud conversation like not not heated they were just very loud talkers yeah and we got to to talking with them and he was there in support of his friend yeah. for the women's march and there yeah. were a lot of men there honestly and yeah. every time I've done the women's march there's been a lot of men there yeah. and you know it's, I appreciate that because there are good men and there are men that support women yeah yeah and that's what needs to be focused on. Like we need to redirect. We always talk about the patriarchy and misogyny and we need to start embracing and lifting up the men that support us too. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, mean, I yeah, I, I get that, you know, as women, we're finding our voice, we're moving forward but I don't want to leave the good men in the, in the dust. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's true. That's true. I mean, um, credit to credit deserves, right? <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit, you know, what message, what message of empowerment can you give to women today? Um Jeez. I know, putting you in the spot out there. Huh? <laughs> um, and, and tell us a little bit more as of why. Why it is important for us
1: to take a stand. I mean, the, the empowerment is just being who you are. Don't let anybody steal your thunder don't let anybody steal your sunshine you are who you are and you have a place in this world mm-hmm. and don't doubt yourself yeah don't know that there is strength and power within you and embrace that don't shy away from it yeah i mean it's easy to shy away because you know society isn't caught up to those of us that embrace who we are what we are how we are like I just I wish more and you know I can say this I don't see it in myself but I can say this about other women I wish they would see what everybody else sees Mm -hmm. and that they're they're strong they're courageous they're brave and they're worth everything. Yeah. I can't apply that to me because that's just not who I am. <laughs> but I see it in everybody else.
0: And yeah, I encourage it in
1: everybody else. <laughs> yes, you are. You have you have more than you give yourself credit to. I know. And that's, again, the old tapes that play in my head. Yeah. But, but I, you know, we just we need to embrace it. We need to embrace it and keep moving forward. We need more women to become doctors and nurses and politicians. Mm -hmm. We need women of color to become doctors and nurses and politicians to keep moving this country forward. We need to stop, stop letting history repeat itself.
0: I think that's really important because we need to learn from our mistakes, from our past, right? To not, to not repeat it. And yeah, we'll continue to make mistakes, but let's make new ones.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let's not keep making the same tired ones over right. and
0: over and over let's again. Make right? um, let's not let's not keep going on the same cycle um, right. over and over and over. So um what, what do you use or what is the tool that you mostly use to keep moving forward every single day and to keep fighting
1: therapy (laughs) weekly therapy don't be afraid to put yourself in therapy truthfully no I mean that is a big part of it because yeah you know I'm trying to work nothing wrong with that no not at all I, I'm a bit big advocate for therapy. I'm trying to silence those old tapes by going mm-hmm. through therapy and doing the work. You know, you think you've come so far and then yeah, something you hits. <laughs> yeah. Something hits. Something hits. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I told you that my mother passed away in December. Yeah, we did. We did talk about that. Cause it's like that. I'm struggling with that, yeah. which is what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about with my therapist right now, because we've been estranged since I lived in Massachusetts. So yeah, 10 years mm-hmm. and it's, there's such a finality of there will never be any reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Not that I, not that there had ever been a path. That there was going to be, but now there really isn't. Yeah. So I struggle with that, the fact that it can never be fixed. Uh-huh. It it um it's forever broken. Yeah. Um, and you know, I own my part in that. I cut her off, she would reach out, I wouldn't respond because mm-hmm. I wasn't ready and now it doesn't matter that I'm not ready it's never going to happen again yeah so and that's been a struggle for the last couple of months sorry
0: no that's okay but you know it's I think you know even though it will not there won't be you know reconciliation like you mentioned. Um, At least you are taking the right steps to help yourself and to help others, right? Because the work that you're doing, it's not going to be in vain. It has a purpose and we all grow in our own paths and we choose um, to help people in a, in in different ways because of our own pain, right, and our right. own desire to to help others not to go through the same thing. Um, and everybody has to go through their own specific, you know, x scenario in order to build their 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 personality, their persona, who who they will become. It's going to be determined in certain events that happen on their own lives, right? Um, right? But the more we can talk about it and the more we can expose ourselves as, a, as an ambassador of change and an ambassador of, um, I will say just help, just overall help um the more we help the world heal themselves and the more you heal as well right you know um so it is okay it is okay and 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 you'll come to your own terms when you are ready and that's you know and in the meantime you're helping yourself and others along the way so you know it is incredible how things that have happened many, many years ago can shape and help others many, many years after, right? Right. So, so I think keeping, keeping that, that fire of wanting to do better and wanting to, for the world to be better and doing the right thing by dad, um, regardless of, can definitely help anyone, anyone heal.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I always go back to the Maya Angelou quote, when you know better, you do better. Yeah,
0: yep, that's true. That's true. So are you ready for five quick questions? Sure. Or four. I think four. Because we already talked to about so many women that you admire. Um, (laughs) So what does transcending means to you?
1: Um, It means just moving forward, moving up. It's a collective movement in my mind.
0: Okay, that's beautiful. I like it. This is the first time somebody responds like that. Very cool. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Oh, cheese. Don't kill me. I shall know this,
1: but I don't. You don't know it. No. I, it's either Mexican or Italian. Who can say no to tacos or pasta? Come on. <laughs>
0: when i go visit we gotta go to scottsdale i don't know if that place is still there though but uh um, tres amigos in scottsdale they have i think amazing, it's still there yeah amazing amazing shrimp tacos and it's been so many years since i had them mm. <laughs> i remember i was pregnant with veronica I think I was four months or six months pregnant with Veronica. And those tacos tasted like heaven. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, What do you like to hear? What's your favorite music? Or, you know, what do you like to to entertain yourself with?
1: Music, I'm very eclectic. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm all over the map. If you... Were to turn on my iTunes music, it can go from Eminem to Reba McIntyre to Lizzo. To- yeah, <laughs> like it just goes all over. Yeah, um, and I lately I've been listening to true crime podcasts. I don't know why they they terrify me, but I've been <laughs> listening to them. Um, and I watch way too much TV. That's just yeah, yeah. Me too.
0: I just finished. Um- a series called the hundred and Netflix. And mm-hmm. I think I watched seven seasons in less than a month. Oh, wow. Yep. And they have like 13 or 16 episodes each. Um, so it was a joke the other day because Anthony was like, you know, you need a hobby. And I was like, I have a hobby. And he's like, That's "TV? What, what is your <laughs> hobby? And I was like, I like to
1: binge on TV. Exactly. Just side note: know. if you haven't, if you haven't watched Kim's Convenience on next Netflix, yeah, it's so funny. Really? Yes. I need
0: to find a new one right now. I'm on a show ho. I gotta gotta find a new one, but um, but yeah, like I was like, I gotta replace eating with something because you know <laughs> I love eating, and I thought that was my favorite. You know. Um, hobby to do with cooking and and but you know I can't be eating so so much like I was so I had to exchange hobbies so now it's binge watching yeah now I go to bed like between like nine o'clock and one o'clock in the morning that's after everybody goes to sleep that's my time to like that's my hobby there you go hey Until summer comes. When summer comes, I'll replace it with like outdoor activities. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. And then I have one more last question. So bear with me here. Uh, What is uh, or have you had a favorite book that you really, really love?
1: Mm. Or Audio book. I mean, Michelle Obama's Becoming was fantastic, awesome. Yeah, I listened to it because she read it. Yeah,
0: i that's what I've heard. Like, the, I should, I should listen to the audio. I bought the book. I read the book. But yeah. um, another person I was interviewing said, "You need to listen to it because it's her voice. It's her telling her own story. Right? And it is
1: amazing." Yeah, it, it changes something than just reading it is yeah. listening to her yeah. tell to her tell it. Um, but I I haven't read a lot recently, but I've mm-hmm. always loved like Patricia Cornwall books. Okay. Murder it's, mysteries. It's murder mysteries. <laughs> well, and then you're
0: asking why you're I like listening to true crime podcasts. <laughs> like <laughs> you like this shit. <laughs> yes I do <laughs> all right well thank you for being here today for having this conversation I am so happy you know that you're finding your place and that you are making strides to you know becoming who you want to become you know it's an ever ending journey but we're closer and closer every day right yes. um I am So happy that we you know call each other friends and I owe you a visit I know Um, so once COVID is all said and done the moment I put my vaccine I told you we are conquering the world Veronica and I have a plan all right that works for me all right well you have a great night and I'll see you soon we'll talk we'll talk during the week all right sounds good bye love you Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. I hope that you found this episode inspiring and that one way or another you were able to identify with today's story. Remember, like Catherine Stockett said, you is kind, you is smart, you is important. Start believing in yourself and empower those around you because you never know when suddenly someone can realize they have a choice in what they could believe and do in this world. If you don't follow us yet, please subscribe at the, our YouTube channel which is under my name, Monica Duane. You can also follow us on Instagram, at Transcend with Or if you just wanna chat with me one-on-one, make sure to just connect on LinkedIn and send me a message. It's Monica Duane. And I'm always here for you. I hope that you enjoy this episode and I'll see you next week.